0: Hello, and thank you for clicking, and thank you for listening to Policing Matters, the Police One podcast. I'm Doug Wiley.
1: Hey, this is Jim
0: Dudley. Jim, um, the general public, of course, knows all they need to know about crime scenes, securing them and processing them, because they've seen it all on CSI. Um, The fact of the matter is, is that reality is not television. Reality, television isn't reality. Um, There are certain things that are true that you've seen on television, but there are certain things that are that are hidden from view and are probably pretty well unknown. And then, of course, there's just best practices of processing and, and securing a crime scene. You know, for example, like a really big one, keep the unauthorized people out of there. Right? Sure. Like only the people who need to be there need to be there. Right. Um, you know, having a proper size perimeter, having a good inner and outer perimeter. Basic stuff, but sometimes the basic stuff gets overlooked. Or that rule about not keep, not allowing the chief in, uh, we'll allow him in. They're broken. Those rules are broken, right? Mm,
1: right. No, I think I think the the reality shows or the the media CSI shows that you see in every big city uh, have influenced the way we collect evidence, the way we operate at a crime scene. Uh, certainly, there's an expectation by the public because they've seen those shows. If they're sitting on a jury or if they're reading about it in a newspaper, they're going to criticize police if not every little thing was done that we're we're not taking fiber and hair and uh, you know, scraping fingernails and things like that. Um, those are expectations that are are not realistic in most cases. Certainly in violent crime, uh, homicides, uh, sexual assaults, and things like that, yeah, you will go the extra mile. but in certainly in a property crime burglary, you set things aside for fingerprinting, smooth, hard, clean surfaces. Uh, you may be doing the fingerprinting yourself or, or taking photos. That's great. Uh, but then when we get into the violent crimes, the personal crimes, um, the officer's got to make a decision to make that large perimeter. It's easier to scale it down than to expand it. Yeah. It's very yeah. difficult to do. Um, I try to identify things that your CSI is going to have to process as they are what's Try to determine what's in place, what's out of place. Um, You know, we've seen through various uh, trials, um, doubt put on police investigations uh, based on how the first responding officer uh, set up uh, the crime scene. Yeah. Uh, Entry and exit, um, a log officer who's going into the crime scene. If the chief wants to come in, he's going to come in, but the log officer better put his name down. Yeah. And if he steps on something or picks something up or uh, otherwise contaminates the crime scene, that's on him.
0: Yeah, and the, the what do we always say? EMTs and firefighters—they're great at screwing up crime scenes. Sure, but all you really need to do is note what they did and how they screwed it up. So yeah, you, you know, to make sure that that's in the log, you gotta.
1: Yeah, to a point, I, you know, when when we talk about the the levels of uh, solvability of homicides, for instance, mm-hmm. we talk about. Um, the cooperation from witnesses and victims. But crime scene is essential as well. And I've seen uh, shooting situations where the victim may be dead, but an ambulance, in order to avoid a mob, will put the body on a gurney and take them to the hospital. Mm -hmm. Now, they know they're not supposed to do that. But in order not to be overrun... Uh, they take the body and then the crimes, there's no crime scene. Yeah, it's yeah. stomped all over. So the, the officers got to manage what they can, go by their, their department guidelines, know how to process evidence if they are expected to collect it. But to otherwise, uh, keep cars out of the street, keep the coroner's wagon from running over the body. I've actually seen that happen. Wow. Um, there are other things that they should just be mindful of if they're the person in charge. Yeah. And and when the first supervisor gets there, if it's an ongoing scene, uh, if the suspect's out of custody, uh, they've got to relay, relay the important facts to that new incident commander, get that log officer running out. Right.
0: That's where the log officer really becomes kind of the point man.
1: And, and make sure that, that you're updating your incident action plan or your synopsis for your responding specialty investigators, mm-hmm. your... Your homicide investigators, your sexual assault, the medical examiner, you're briefing them as to what you have so far.
0: What are some of the things that you're looking for when you get there? I mean, there's some of the obvious ones. Was the television on? Is the stove running? Um, You know, what was happening at the time this thing... Let's assume there's a a dead body there in the living room. Yeah. But you don't know anything else about it. You're you're maybe a day... It's plenty stinky in the house. No one knows what happened. Sure. What are some of the things you're looking for?
1: Well, you you go in order of, of... chronological order of who called, get that witness, what's the point of entry, Did they were they already in the place, were they known to the victim, is there a broken window, are there tool marks, mm-hmm. what's your point of entry, your point of exit, uh, canvas the area for witnesses, uh, obvious uh, things need to be preserved if they're outside, now you're considering weather conditions, weather, yeah um i know in the uk uh they use tarps they use shields they use uh drapes tents uh tents i'm waiting for that to come to to most american big cities because nobody wants to see a body laying out in the street for hours on end,
0: six hours or something whatever it takes
1: yeah and and we know of departments that have been criticized for that so idm uh you know, most most departments use markers to show by number where things are. You've got great technology now with uh, uh, things like total station or GPS devices, where you can set them up in a room or out in a street, in an area, push a button, and it is recording everything in its place.
0: Right, that's the the laser devices that that measures everything. Right. Yeah.
1: Yeah, they cool. were they were initially designed for traffic accidents, I believe, but yep. but their value at crime scenes are they're invaluable.
0: Yeah, it's it's fantastic what those things can do. Now, of course, those are fairly big ticket items. So, what's sure. the low tech version of that?
1: The low tech version Photos. is you're making
0: a sketch yeah, or photographs or pho-
1: well, you're definitely doing photographs, but a, photographs are difficult to get the overall. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, you're not going to you know climb up on the lighting fixture. If it's outside, it'd be great to have a, a drone, drone yeah. um, but otherwise you're back to a sketch pad right. and you're drawing out and you're writing on the corner, not to scale, right. but you are diagramming what you have when you come to the scene and things will change, uh, things will be moved, evidence will be collected, and you want to make sure you get that that. Uh, done as soon as possible
0: what are some of the indicators that you're not dealing with just one but maybe two or more scenes you know what so you get to the scene for for example oj yeah there were three scenes i believe there were at least two um you know (laughs) by virtue of the relationship nicole brown simpson had with the former nfl player Mm -hmm. it's an obvious thing to go to oj's house and that's where they found a couple of other elements to to the to the Investigation, sure. Of course, it proved to be an unsuccessful investigation because of a variety of reasons. But you know, he, he did walk free. What what do you what would you see at a scene to go? Hope oh, I got a second scene.
1: Um, when you talk about the initial entry and exit of a suspect, if the sus if you could tell that the suspect turned corner a block away, dropped his ski mask, mm-hmm. that's that. You're you're going to try to follow that route. Um, that's a crime scene yep he drops his ski mask you're going to want to backtrack and make sure he didn't throw a gun or something else uh taken from the crime into bushes along that route yeah so until you reach that dead end um that's all a crime scene and yep. um, we've had some hit and run fatalities where the crime scene's three four Miles. or five blocks yeah. long yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah
0: yeah interesting um investigators know all of these things, but it's good for reminders, you know, like keeping the unauthorized people out, making sure you make note of what the firefighters and the EMTs have done. Tell us what you do when you get to a scene. Tell us your procedures, your policies. Email us at dot onecom That's dot onecom Thanks again for listening.